Welcome to Invest in Yourself, the Digital Entrepreneur Podcast. Join the podcast mogul Phil Better as he interviews successful entrepreneurs that make their living in the digital world. Now, let's join your host, Phil Better, and his special guest today on Invest in Yourself, the Digital Entrepreneur Podcast. Welcome back to Invest in Yourself, the Digital Entrepreneur Podcast. I am, of course, your host with the most Phil Better, the podcast mogul. I and I am excited to introduce to you our guest today. They are known as the Quiz Funnel queen she she is the ceo of the momentum agency and the creative quiz and grow rich as well as the co-author of the funnels done right system she's an award-winning instructional designer with over 20 years of experience creating learning experiences and content for fortune 500 companies like barnes barnes and noble and tech startups like lead pages our former teacher and corporate trainer our guest is now an entrepreneur and author with a passion for marketing and marketing technology. After coaching and teaching hundreds of entrepreneurs on social media, marketing, and business strategy, she realized that the biggest gap was implement implementation. This spurred our guest to become the author of Girlfriend, It's Your Time, and co-author of The Profitable Woman's Playbook. Her articles have been featured in the Huffington Post, Forbes.com, CareerRealism.com, and Career Magazine. And she's been highlighted by Money Magazine, Black Enterprise, and the Boss Network. I am so excited to have Ty Goodwin, the Quiz Funnel Queen herself on the show today, to share her wealth of knowledge and experience with us. Ty, welcome. Thank you, Phil. I am so excited for this conversation. So, um, as I was telling you before, that was completely written by AI, simply by taking your bio from your website. Okay. How was it? It was... I'd give it a nine out of 10. <laughs> Good. All right. Cool. Um, I guess that's another tool I can put in my handy book for podcasters to use yeah. if they're uh, low on time and uh -huh. do to create some great intros. But Ty, I read through all that, that it was interesting. There was some great stuff, but the main question that we always start here on investing yourself, the digital entrepreneurs, why, why did you become an entrepreneur or specifically a digital entrepreneur? So Ty, yeah, well, it all started 20 years ago, um, Phil, when my I was pregnant with my daughter and my intention was that I did not want to go back to work. I wanted to be at home with her, did not want to have to put her in daycare. And so that was the first thing that spurred me um, to become an entrepreneur before that I was a teacher and then I was a corporate trainer. Um, and her being born was what, what prompted that. Now, it didn't work out that way, right? I ended up <laughs> launching while working for a number of years, um, you know, but she's the reason that I am doing what I'm doing right now. So it's, it's, it all started with family, pretty much. It was family, a newborn, new start, new career, yeah. in essence. Like with the rebirth, it's a rebirth of yourself. So it didn't just start being an entrepreneur. You obviously had to work alongside what were some of the first projects that you well back then i was doing um i was i was the savvy va and this was before virtual assisting was like a really big thing and i owned the domain name the savvy va i was doing desktop publishing does anybody even remember that term like <sighs> desktop publishing and like using like macromedia software and Oh my gosh, all the oh yeah, see you're yeah. going old school. You're going old oh school. I don't gosh. even think half my the population right now knows what we're talking about. But yeah. yeah, but that's what I started doing. And one of my very first projects was editing um uh, a pro editing someone's paper for them as a virtual assistant. And she was it was on nurse informatics. Yeah, right. 
but I loved it. You know, I absolutely loved it. I edited her paper. She was amazed at it. She loved it. And that was probably one of the first jobs I did as an entrepreneur. All fast forward 20 years later, you're now known as the quiz queen. Yes. And that's been like some twists and turns like most entrepreneurs, you know, well, back in the day, we used to have business cards. I don't think mm-hmm. most people have, we have digital business cards now, which are so cool. But, you know, I could literally go through the drawer and see the different names of the businesses that I've had over the years if I've evolved, you know, into this. And like you said, in the bio, you know, I, I did coaching before. Um, I did consulting before. But what I realized was that implementation is the hardest thing for a lot of my clients who are coaches and consultants, service-based people who are brilliant at what they do, but they don't want to sit there and write emails. They don't want to sit there and figure out email automations for their webinar and for their quizzes and all that kind of stuff. So that's where we get to come in and we get to help them like take that stuff off their plate and do all that implementation for them. Love that. Um, So when did you pivot from editing people's papers to other freelancing VA jobs to become mm-hmm. known as the quiz queen and writing quiz and grow rich. Yeah. Like, that started happening. You know, well, at the time I wanted to coach, you know, career people, right? Because I had, so my story in my own career, I'd gone from a $45,000 job to a $64,000 job in one career move. And it was because I hired a coach and I'm like, oh my gosh, coaching is amazing. I want to coach. I want to help more women. And quite honestly, I said, I want to help more women of color who are single moms because I was a single mom at the time. I want to help them up-level their careers. And back then, single moms, especially women of color, were not investing in coaching, right? People were still trying to figure out what coaching was. But what I was doing was using social media, And everybody started saying, oh, my gosh, you're really good at this stuff. I had about 14. Now, think about this, Phil. This is back, what, 20, about 20, at this point, about 14, 15 years ago at this point. MySpace is popping off right now. MySpace was there, but Facebook and Twitter were the new players. I had about 15,000 followers on Twitter, had a podcast that was getting like 10,000 downloads like a month. This was back when people were still doing their podcast in their car, right? It was yeah. not fancy as it is today, right? Um, and so people are like, oh my gosh, you're so good at this. Can you can you teach me how to do it? So I started teaching people how to use Twitter and Facebook and you know create blog content. And then somebody got really smart and they said, well, can you just do it for me? Can I pay you and you just do it for me? I said, oh, I absolutely can. <laughs> and so that's how we evolved into it. And it's like just any, like any real entrepreneur story, you're going to find a need that people have and you're going to fill it. And then how we got to quizzes. Um, my last day job was about six years ago. I was working at Lead Pages. And um, when I left Lead Pages, I needed to get clients. And I used a quiz. I used one quiz. And the first time I sent it out to like a, people, a list of people I had talked to in about two and a half years, because while I was there, I couldn't have a business, right? Mm-hmm. And so um, two and a half years later, I sent them, hey, take my quiz. Within one week, I had 500 people on my email list, built up my audience and built up my business. So a few months later, I said, hey, I'm going to do more of that. And so I used a Facebook ad in one quiz. And in four months, Phil, I added over 9,000 people to my email list tripled my coaching business and I never had to wonder where my next clients were coming from all because of a simple quiz. Wow. So that's what led me to, again, finding a need. My clients are brilliant. They're amazing at what they do. What's their problem? They don't know how to get in front of enough people. 
what's something they can use to get in front of more people and get even more information? A quiz. A quiz. So that's how we got to be the quiz queen and create quizzes, you know, for our clients. And it's just been so much, so much fun. I can only imagine how much fun you you have. Like you're taking, I'm guessing what teachers you love doing and creating quizzes for their students, but now you're using quizzes to generate business for your clients. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So when did you have that aha moment that you were like, yeah, quizzes, like obviously when you sent that list, a two-year-old list, a yeah. cold email, take my list. But what, why was it, a, what, what was it about quizzes? Like where did the quiz idea come So it came from my clients. At the time I was still coaching people. Um, and I, but I was coaching them around entrepreneurship, right? And you know, how to start using marketing content and all that kind of stuff. And at this point, Everybody, this is about maybe what, 20, what, 2015? When I first created my quiz, it was 2013. Um, and what was happening was everybody was like, I'm a coach, I'm a coach, I'm a coach, because that's what everybody said. And I'm looking at my clients and I'm like, you're not really a coach, right? So my very first quiz was, what type of entrepreneur are you? And it was helping my clients. I used it internally in my business to help my clients understand, are you a trailblazer? Are you the um, coach? Are you the teacher or are you the um, the action, the actual action? What was it? The actualizer, the person that does the implementation, because what was happening was they were trying to be coaches when what they really wanted to do was consult. And then people were getting mad because I paid you to be a coach. But all you're doing is just telling me what to do. <laughs> that's not a coach at all. That's a consultant. Um, or are you a trailblazer? You know, you're trying to be behind the scenes and, you know, build these websites. But what you really want to do is you want to speak on stages and write books and talk to people. So that was what I created that quiz for. It was internal. It was helping my clients and I would see them get results like, oh, my gosh, I don't have to be a coach. Thank God. Right. Because they hated it. Or I don't have to be on stage and selling the books. I can work behind the scenes and be really good at what I do. Yes. And so that got me excited about helping them get that aha moment. But that was me. The aha moment that I had was from one of my clients, which was an e-commerce client. And actually, this was my very first done for you quiz person like I built her quiz from scratch it was the year was 2020 <laughs> right so and I say that with that because it was the pandemic right mm -hmm. February 2020 my client who was a doctor by the way she was an eye doctor she was launching a magnetic eyelash line okay. so I've got the screenshots that show this we created a quiz for her to help people figure out what eyelash was going to be right for them in two weeks the very first email that we sent after the quiz generated $23,000 in sales. Wow. $23,000. And this isn't like high ticket, you know, it was a $10,000 program. This was like eyelash. It was like 60 bucks, 90 bucks. But people, oh. what happened is people would take the quiz and it would say, oh, like one of the quiz, one of the um, eyelashes was the heiress or one of them was like the um, the diva, right? Mm. Um, can, I, can, I, can I say the B word on here? Yes, the only the, the C word is the only one that we don't know. We're not so. gonna say that, but one of them was like the bitch, right? It was like that, like and, and it was like Foxy Bitch or something like that. And people would get their quiz result and they're like, oh my gosh, the heiress is the lash I'm gonna take, and they're gonna and they would buy the eyelashes. Two weeks, twenty-three thousand dollars in sales. 
And that was when I was just getting started figuring things out, right? But I saw the power of that. And then I started doing more reading and research on it. And what happens is people love personalization. And then from the business side, so people get a win because they get some insight they didn't have about themselves. But from a business side, you know, it's really hard to market to people when all you have is their email address. But if I'm asking the right questions and now I have your email address, I know what keeps you up at night. I know that you prefer to go out to dinner with your husband as opposed to going to work. I can now send you emails about, hey, we got some new lashes for you for date night versus, hey, you want to wow them at the office on your next Zoom call, get these lashes, right? Segment them by list. Oh, my God. God, that's the magic, and that's what and most you can do ad specific. Um. And most, so many people miss that. They think, oh, it's just gonna be fun, and we're gonna just throw these questions together. No, you've got to ask the right questions because that segmentation, which lets you personalize the messages, that's where you get your sales. I don't know my audience. I at this moment, I don't care about my audience. I'm like, my mind is blown. <laughs> by this because like i i think about all the quizzes that i used to do on facebook that says what kind what musical thing you are like and the amount of like well okay so my life is just ruined um thank you for that quiz queen uh ty um i would like to know um let's go let's uh, specifically someone jumping a, a nine to five into the entrepreneur they're scared they're they have a daughter or they they have a son you know they have a new family and they want to be like you they want to stay at home because they're like i remember when i was young my mommy was there i want my mommy there what suggestion what tip do you have for them oh uh, you know now the the tip that i've got for most people is you have to think like an entrepreneur you know, and I say that with with such deep, deep admiration for those people. Like, I'm going to start a business. I'm going to start a business. The market is so saturated right now with everybody who thinks that because I can post on Instagram and because I can make TikTok reels, I'm going to get a bunch of clients like tomorrow. Um, people don't realize that even though the barrier of entry has gotten lower, the barrier to success has gotten more complicated. And if you don't know how to think like an entrepreneur, you're going to have a really hard time. So my, my biggest thing or the best example I can give you is when I hear people say, well, I don't need to really do marketing. I'm just going to post this out on social media. Right. And I'm thinking you do realize that there's a reason entire companies have entire marketing and sales departments. It's not just some fluke. It's not just, oh, I'm going to post it on Facebook and get no, those things happen occasionally, but mm -hmm. you've got to come into this thinking like, okay, I I'm building a business. That means I got to know who I'm talking to. I, you know, I've got to make sure I have a real, a real product that solves a real problem. So people will really pay for it. Right. It's those things. If you really, really want to start a business and listen, I'm, I'm all for like passion. Right. And, oh, I love making baskets. I'm going to start a basket business. Okay. As long as you can find people who are willing and able to pay for your baskets, go for it. But if you're jumping out there and, you know, you eventually really want to leave your day job so you can have more time with your family, I would start thinking like an entrepreneur first and look for the problem that you can solve with your skills and the people that are willing and able to pay you to solve that problem. Because if you can nail those two things, we can teach you all the rest of the stuff. Oh, so true. Um where are you going in five years? Where, where, what's next? What's the next five years? In five years, clap the hands. We're five years ahead. What is Ty doing? In five, is the quiz years, queen? in five years, the quiz queen is 
I am working in my bed and breakfast. <laughs> oh. You didn't expect that, right? <laughs> no, I love it. It, it. I love the unexpected. I love that. It's a, it, and I, I'm like, I'm thinking like, okay, how is she going to turn it into the quiz queen? Then I'm like marketing. She's gotten taken care of. Yeah. Well, you know what? So I, so I love, I love this side of what I do. Um, so over the next five years, you know, we've got quiz and grow rich, you know, we're getting that book together. We've got the methodology down, Um, you know, um, so let me give you a, a little backstory to help Please. you see where I'm going. So I know I look about, I don't look my age. Let me say that. <laughs> right. I just turned 50 this year so, and, I, and I, and I love that. And, I, and I'll, I'll take that all day long. Right. That I, you know, I, I get it all the time. I don't look 50, but here's the thing. I was doing webinars 20 years ago, actually 30 years ago. Oh um, no, not 30 years ago. What was it? 1999. Right. Just over so, 20, 25, we'll say 25 years. We'll go 25 years. Right. We'll give you 25 years. Yeah. And I remember because my whole company that I worked for, they were so scared of Y2K. Remember Y2K was a big thing. Oh my gosh, the banks are going to oh die. Oh God, yeah. And so we we were doing, I was working for a company that had a national sales organization, right? So we couldn't pull our people off the floor. So I, it was my job to do virtual training. So I was doing webinars for people all over the country and even in Mexico back in 1999. There are still people today trying to figure out what the heck to do with webinars, right? But it's 25 years in the making. I think quizzes are the new webinar, right? It's had some ups and downs, right? But what's happening is people need an interactive way to attract leads. They don't just want a PDF download, right? Yeah, checklist, everybody's got that. So they're, they're looking for something that's interactive and that's what a quiz is. And so we're on this crest of quizzes becoming more commonplace. Like you go to Sephora, they've got like 20 quizzes about your eyelashes and your lipstick. Um, who was that? I think it's Lowe's has a quiz around what type of grill master are you, right? To help you figure out what kind of grill, right? So we're starting to see that. So I figure I, in the next five years as the quiz queen, as I help people understand and come in and learn how to slay quizzes so that they can generate leads, I'm going to be done with that. And I'm going to move on to my, my passion, um, which is books. I've always loved books. I'm a bibliophile. Um, I would rather go book shopping than shoe shopping. So my retirement plan, Phil, is to open a bed and breakfast called the Boutique. Oh, that's a great yeah. name. Yeah. So I just get to hang around, you know, have people that want to, you know, they want to come write, they want to meet their favorite author, get to come sit and have hot chocolate and talk about books and go to sleep, go take a nap, <laughs> go in the garden. <laughs> That's what I'm looking for in the next. Not going to lie, I'm uh, I'm going to definitely be going, keeping an eye on for that. Uh, where's your email list so I can be on that the first one? Can I be the first? Like, can I be the first name on that email list? Um, yes, absolutely. Uh, oh, I love that. I love that in the next five years for you. That's an amazing goal, and I uh, obviously you're going to reach it. It's no doubt about it, um, because. <laughs> If if you're already you're you're nearly at the 25 years, you're gonna have to retire, right? You have to retire, and why not retire? My God, yeah. I love this. Um, work work. Oh, I'm coming. I hate this part because I, I have to say goodbye to you. I don't want to say goodbye. Oh. I'm a fun conversation with you, but we're coming to the spark uh, mm -hmm. question by Yes Theory uh, and Seek Discomfort, uh, where we want to spark conversation. So make sure you ask this the next time. Mm -hmm. Oh, this is jet. Oh my God. Again, three in a row uh, for my audience, uh, if you're listening to this thing, the question seems to always connect mm -hmm. with the uh, conversation. And I swear, I'm just randomly picking them off the top of the top here. But what's your moonshot? A dream that's so big that it scares you. Oh, mm. 
the dream that's so big that it scares me? <sighs> oh, that's a really, really good question. It's the novel that I want to write, right? I've got this novel and it's it's all around time. And it there's a, a fun way to think about time. And and it's you know, every now and then every road trip that I take, I actually start telling the story and recording like little pieces and bits of it. But that's like I would love to have like a best-selling novel, right? Like that's that's like my big, big moonshot. That would be so amazing and so cool. Well, you know what? You've already you're starting recording, you already have it. And with AI, you can, to write it, all you have to do is throw it into the, an audiogram and you got it all written out. And then you, I, I, I know you got this. I, I, I see it. I see it. By the time you have your bed and breakfast, most of the story is pretty much mapped out. And then by the time your bed and breakfast is like two years old, your novel, you're going to be the first novelist to be signing books inside your bed and breakfast. I'm calling it. Oh my I'm calling it here on the that. show. I love that, Phil. I have to come back now because you, yeah. you, you're sewing into my vision. I love it. Hey, I, I want to see it happen because I'm I'm I love reading too. I love reading all, all those types of books, and so yes, I want to be able to be able to read that time book because I'm fascinated by time. Um, but and be and speaking of time, we are running out of time, uh, Ty. So I'm gonna jump off. Mm -hmm. I swear these segues are not planned. Uh, the, the the universe works in mysterious ways, but I'm gonna jump off here. Please let my audience know where they can get in contact with you, follow you, and help support you, or learn how to become a quiz queen or king or quiz person themselves. So my name, Ty Goodwin, T-A-I-G-O-O-D-W-I-N. You can use that on any social media platform to connect with me, Instagram, Facebook, even TikTok and LinkedIn. I'm out there in all those places. Now, if you want some really, really fun stuff, you can always go to quizandgrowrich.com. And that's where you'll find information about quizzes. We've got different types of quizzes, examples of quizzes. You can even take a quiz on which type of quiz you should use for your business. And if you want to have a lot of fun with that, you'll take that quiz, you'll get a report. And who knows, you may be generating these with the quiz within the next 30 days. Just go to that link, Quiz and Grow Rich, and we can help you find out. Awesome. Uh, Ty, thank you again for being on the show. It was a pleasure talking with you, learning about you. And uh, I'm definitely going to be enjoy rereading the transcript of this episode and pulling out those great nuggets that you dropped, especially about quizzes. I'm, I'm going to jump on the Quiz and Grow Rich site soon. Uh, so I want to thank you again for being on the show. Thank you so much, Bill. It was my absolute pleasure. And to my audience, as you know, as usual, the links to Ty's stuff will be in the show notes. Make sure you go over to Quiz and Grow Rich because, and find a quiz that's the best quiz for you by using the quiz. And I didn't think I would be able to say quiz so many times in an episode. Uh, but hey, new things are happening all the time. So to my audience, thank you again for listening. And remember to always invest in yourself.